You're listening to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live, with your hosts, Eric Provoznik, Jim Culver, Marty Zamora, and Christine Leninger. This is Christian Toto from the Hollywood and Toto Podcast, and you're listening to the All Over the Place Podcast, where the fun sanity never ends. Hello and welcome back to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live. I, as always, am your host, Eric Provozik, and as always, Jim Culver in the house. How are you, Jim? I'm fine, sir. How about yourself? It's a music night. I'm better than usual. Woo! All right. Also in the house, back with us, Marty Zamora. Hello, Martine. Greetings, Earthlings. And I'd ask how you're doing, but that, that little uh, cocktail glass always explains that very easily. And I'm not sure if she has a cocktail glass or a wine glass next to her. Christine, back in the house. just a regular Pouring water. water, but I'm here. All right. And with us tonight, a, a longtime cohort friend from back in the L.A. days, a man, so many hyphenates on this guy, and so excited to have on the show, Zoe Rachel. Zoe, how are you this fine evening? It's Wayne's World. It's Wayne's World. Party time. Excellent. Wait, is, it, is, that, is that the right show? Is that the right? Oh, oh, snap, man. I, was gonna... well, I mean, if, if, if you want this to Party feel on, like Wayne. you if, if you want, maybe or maybe you won't feel like you're like when you climb the rope in gym class when you're you're, you're done with us. But, you know, we are excited to have you here on All Over the Place. Thanks for joining us tonight. Show and enough. for those who don't know Zoe, what's wrong with you, first off? But Zoe has been a guy for years. It's just always been in the forefront. And I, I don't say I, this is going to sound like hyperbole, but without a doubt, one of the, uh, the most talented people that I met in, in the conservative circles back, back in uh, conservative and beyond circles back in L.A. And he, he's a singer. He's a songwriter. He's a band leader. He plays every damn instrument like, like he's Prince or Stevie Wonder. And I, I know that I, I, maybe you don't play as many as those guys, Zoe, but it feels when you watch your videos. It feels like you're a one-man band. And the former band leader of 20 Pound Sledge, now known as Sledge X. And there's so many projects. you got the Zoloft. you got the Zopium Den. Everything under the banner of Bronze Serpent Media. I, I've just thrown a lot of stuff out there. But, you know, like, <laughs> how, how you been? And, and what what is the, what projects are, 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 you know, are the main things that, uh, that are on your plate right now? Oh man, you mentioned them. That's it. That's that's the thing I'm trying to concentrate on the most. And uh, you know, we kind of call our kid and call ourselves like the internet's best secret. You know, the best kept secret. As uh, you know, we we you know we put these things because a lot of people be like, hey, Zoe, man, I haven't seen you for years, man. Which where have you been? It's like I've been here. Where you been? I've been I've been putting out videos like every week. You know, <laughs> but but uh, somebody somebody got mad and uh, does not want me seen. So uh, but I'm still at it. Actually, what I really wanted to do is I wanted to take the uh, the Zoloft and the Zopium Dan, which are weekly commentaries that I do. Uh, the, the Zoloft is more focused on a, a political, social, political commentary or things that's going on in the news cycle. Uh, the Zopium Dan is is uh, definitely more Bible focused, uh, and it's a chapter by chapter, verse by verse reading. It's it's, it's basically the anti fuddy duddy Bible study. But uh, you know, we go in there, we have our little, you know, we we party with the real life of the party Jesus. Uh, but we, you know, we do it in a pretty laid back manner and put the fun and profundity, you know what I'm saying? But what we want to do is we want to de develop them into full blown comedy shows. I, I love all these ideas. I love again, it. It, it, <laughs> everything that you've put your stamp on and, and I, I've loved. And it's uh, one of those things like, how do you know someone you're doing the right thing? People want to stamp you out. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then the one, and so I'm I'm excited for all this stuff moving forward. And and folks, make sure you check out Zoe over at bronzeserpentmedia.com. You'll be able to see all of this stuff and just uh, as things progress. And uh, one of the things that uh, you you've been doing a lot lately, and, and just coming across my feeds uh, is your cover songs that you do. Mm. And you are the one man band, or actually, are you the one man band in all these things, or is, is Sledge X contributing anything on those? No, no, that's uh, it's it's all uh, it's basically me just playing with myself. Dang it, that dumb. <laughs> Crash. Okay. Right. We're, not, we we're not judging, playing. folks. We're not judging. <laughs> you know, playing it, playing the music. Uh, playing the music, yes. But I am, I'm, I'm wanting to do some collaboration stuff too, like maybe step away from the vocals and have like a guest vocal vocals come in, uh, particularly on the on the songs that are actually uh, are innately metal. Like I like taking like um. Uh, uh, songs uh, from back in the day, Generation X songs, uh, not the band generation, but, you know, from our generation, uh, you know, from the 70s and the 80s and, uh, you know, and, and throwing, you know, putting a sledge edge on them, you know, making them metal. Uh, but then there are some songs that are just metal. And those songs I'm wanting to collaborate with, like, other singers and just, like, you know, maybe, like, down tune them, like, drop them down, you know, do them from the, if they were done in, like, E or maybe even, like, uh, maybe maybe even D, drop them bad boys, like, down to A. You know, or something like that. And say, okay, now let's do it. Oh, Slid, you know, I mean, Slud, it'll be Sludge X instead of Sludge X. Be Slud. I, I, I saw Marty's eyes even behind the sunglasses get really big when you drop that down to A. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right, man. That's I don't Mr. know about it. Black Sabbath that. over there, Mr. Zamora. <laughs> he goes like, you know, that, like, that like brown tones. I was like, is you doing that brown tone, man? Well, the, the cover songs is what inspired us to what we uh, come up with here is our, a threefer to, for tonight. And Zoe is our, our guest for uh, a threefer. And what we're doing tonight is our cover songs, but with a bit of a twist. Okay. It's cover songs that sound very little, if nothing whatsoever, like the originals. All right. Plus one, our plus one tonight is cover songs that, what the hell were they thinking? Why, why does this even exist? Stick with the original absolutely positively. So with that in mind, three, we're going to start out with there are three for of three cover songs that sound nothing to very little like the original. And Zoe, I'm going to you first as our guest. Okay. So, uh, now, and, and I do one and then we kind of, all right. You, you can start, the order is like, you can be three, two, one. You can do one, two, three you can, in no particular order. This is all over the place. Yeah, we really have no rules. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. So the, um, the, the, my, my first, the first one that came to mind, man, the, the, the one that just that that uh, that was really booging on my brain back in the day was uh, uh, when Red Hot Chili Peppers covered uh, "Subterranean Homesick Blues" by Bob Dylan. Yeah, that track is banging. Doesn't sound anything like the original, man. Doesn't sound anything like the original, and it's hot. It's Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, that, that'd that be my first. Heart and Tell is the same song. Mm. From the yeah. EMI oh, days, that, that, that's going. That's going back before they signed, making the same album every time. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, this is this is uplift mofo party plan. That that for me that that was my that was my first, and pretty much after. I mean, after that, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I like I like Sex Magic. Okay, you know that uh, that um, you know. Then I started to get away from all that that heathen stuff, man. But but uplift mofo party plan. That was my album, man. That that was that was my jam back in the day, and that one had a uh, subterranean homesick blues. Now, is that the one that George Clinton produced, or did he do Freaky Styler? I get confused. I think he did. Oh man, you got me, you got me, man. I, but I think it was Freaky Styler because um, 
Cause they had, uh, I think on Freaky Styley they had uh, Hollywood on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and there you go. But that's it. Can, can that one get an honorable mention, man? Because yeah, uh, here's a, well, once again, very few rules here on all over okay. the place. And honorable mentions are encouraged. Because now that you mention it, because uh, uh, they did Hollywood, I think, on Freaky Styley, which was a remake of Africa by 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 uh, Funkadelic. I, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I think, man, you you you, you testing my 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 limits. You know, we're still each other and we're still having fun here on all over the place. But <laughs> it's what we do. All right. Love that subterranean homesick blues. And I'm going to start, we're going up to Marty next. But then I have a feeling that Marty and I might have a a double up tonight. So I made sure I, I, I had a backup plan. Like we had backup plans for the last show where all of us listed Lost Boys at some point. But Marty, <laughs> yes. go go ahead. What, right. what is well, your number um, three, two or one? I'm sure you all remember a little band called Hayseed Dixie. Mm. This is not them. However, <laughs> uh, a band called The Gorbs. They redid Gin and Juice. And it is, I mean, they wrote a whole new song and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a bit of a bluegrass feel to it. Fantastic. <laughs> Produced really well for such a small band. Sounds great. I heard it, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, three, four years ago just randomly on the radio and man it's so much fun so totally different song than the original gin and juice which i like but uh really really good stuff really fun took that song it was maybe a little more adult oriented kind of party song and made it fun i mean bluegrass (laughs) makes everything fun right there you go hey on a side note man if i may um gin and juice itself was a cover gin and uh, uh, yeah, because there was a uh, remember that remember that jam. Uh, um, walking down the street, watching ladies yep. go by, watching you. That was a slave, yes. slave from back in the day. I am old, and I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, we I, I this was not the one that I expected Marty and I to double up on. I'm glad I've got songs in reserve because that was on my list. You've <laughs> got to be kidding me! I, I Marty, you said when you said three, four years ago, I'm like. <laughs> On the radio, I'm like, did I play that for you? But uh, nope, you heard it on the radio. I'm gonna, that, that's, no, that's I, yours. Yeah. I heard the DJ said, man, you're not going to believe this. And then I heard it. Mm. Yes, FM. FM All radio. right. Well, there, there you have it, folks. The Gores, Gin and Juice. Nice call, my friend. As he takes a sip of God knows what. Looks like bourbon. <laughs> Gin and Juice. All right. No, it's right. Like a- all right, we're, we're going around the horn, backwards counterclockwise tonight. And Jim Culver, over to you. All right, so my number three is a cover that's even more ridiculous than the one Marty picked. Uh, it's it's a cover of Disturbs Down by the Sickness uh, by a gentleman named Richard Cheese. I don't know if anybody how familiar you are with him. He does, uh, he does lounge music covers of famous rock songs. And oh. they are they – are, they're they're entertaining as hell. They're really funny, and uh, that's my favorite one he did. It actually was on the Dawn of the Dead soundtrack back in two thousand four. That's right. Uh, really, yeah, yeah. Really funny song. I, I always got a kick out of it. His his stuff's a kick, and and uh, yeah, that's probably my favorite tune by him. So that's my pick. And you that Richard Cheese is that the guy? Yep. Okay. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. He, the way he t- he'll take like a classic rock song or a metal song and just give like like a lounge lizard take on it and just start and they'll start kicking in with the you know like the you've heard disturbed down with the sickness and but he'll be like uh uh uh, uh there it is yep yep 
It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> this is why I love this show. This is why I love when we talk music. That is awesome. I, I cannot wait to put this playlist together. And by Dude. the way, folks, a, a quick little heads up. Starting tonight, all music-oriented shows, which we tend to have a lot of here uh, due, due to our cast of characters, will have a, uh, a corresponding Spotify playlist that we'll be sharing when the episode Ooh. drops on Tuesday. So nice. looking forward to hearing all of these things in one spot and just getting out there for us and the people, our lovely listening audience. All right. Yeah. And Christine, going hey. around the horn, we're with you right now for your pick. Really quick, can okay. I can, 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 can I interject something really quick to to uh, course, to, yeah. uh you're, you're, we we expect you to we encourage it. Just because I derail really easily, I forget. And just while you were on the subject of mentioning the, the the jazz cover of uh, "Down with the Sickness," you know who else uh, took a a bunch of uh, metal songs and did jazz uh, covers with them? I can only think Boone. of Pat Boone doing all of his metal. metal That's covers. right, Pat man. Boone. Jazz in a metal mood, man. Yeah. yeah. Can you handle that? Man, I forgot all about that. Yeah. I can handle I can handle the tunes because Pat Boone's great voice. I, I love the, the concepts. But when he was dressed up in, in the uh the 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 leather and, and studs, yeah. that, was, that was a little disconcerting. Especially yeah, when I wound up meeting him years later and referenced it and he got a good laugh out of it. So yeah. <laughs> it's funny as heck now. Right? Yes, you not, just not can't as, get that out of your head, can you? Like no, you know, you in the leather. Is that really worse than the stuff you've worn, Eric? Come on. Let's be real. <laughs> well, what, what week are we talking here? What movie party? <laughs> <laughs> well, no comment. Christine, <laughs> back to you. Okay, so my first pick is one, like I like to have music on while I'm working. And I remember having on Pandora one day and this song coming on and I was kind of like looked up and was like, is that that song that I think it is? Um, This um, band called Chet Faker did a version of No Diggity. <laughs> it took me a while to recognize it. And I was like, yeah, I like that. No Diggity. What style is it in? Um, it's, it's kind of downbeat. It's like kind of just easy sort of, and it's like an alt rock station that I was listening to, but it's like very kind of easy downbeat sort of, I like the way you work it, no diggity, nice. I gotta bag it up, kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of unrecognizable, but when I did, I was like, hey, that's kind of cool treatment. Right, I like the novel covers like that, man. It's, yeah. It's... Well, Mar Marty took took what I was going to go with first with the Gourds, Gin and Juice. So I'm going to do it. And he mentioned a band and and, and Zoa something that I brought up earlier with uh, pre when we were talking pre-show. Uh, Kiss, uh, mm. this this band that Marty referenced, Hasty Dixie. I'm gonna I'm gonna do pull an audible and go with my introduction to them and they did an album called well just hacy dixie a hillbilly tribute to acdc and my favorite one on there was their uh their twisting in a hillbilly way with the banjos and very like marty mentioned bluegrass stuff and uh, they their take on dirty d's done dirt cheap was awesome and they then they released subsequent albums and like the next one like mountain love i think that was just a, a bunch of covers which includes some ted nugent cars 
And then I'm not sure if it was the next project, but they did an album completely devoted to Kiss. And one of the ones that they did was let's put the X in sex. Dunn Hillbilly. I'm sure even Gene Simmons was sitting and was smiling on that one. <laughs> well, probably because he was getting some residuals and he, and he didn't have to market it himself, but he likes marketing. So, yes, yeah, he does. does. So, <laughs> hey, Dixie, there are various hillbilly projects, is my cumulative number three, but specifically, uh, they're ACDC, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. Very hmm. good. I love that. Yes. That whole, that whole thing was nice. good. And now we're, we're taking us back around in the, in the uh, counterclockwise. Back to you, Zoe, for your second pick. All right. All right. You know, speaking of AC uh, uh, Dunder Chief, man, I got to say, man, Bon Scott, you know, in that, in that, in that song, you know, he, he, he does like a vocal in there that it's like no man should do. It's like, man, a man should make a sound like that. Was that Dirty D's and the Dunder Chief? And he says he kind of throws that in. I'm like, man, that's disturbing, man. You let the, you yeah. guys, you guys did that on purpose. You put that in there for anyway. Um, let's see, my my second uh, uh, cover that's totally different from uh, the original, uh, "Blinded by the Light," um, man for man. Um, that was originally Bruce Springsteen's song. Yep. And I heard Bruce Springsteen's version, man. I was like, ugh. I, I, I did a Bon Scott. I was like, ew. And I was like, when I, when I, when I heard Bruce Springsteen's version, and I was like, yeah, yeah, Man for Man's version. It is Man for Man, right? Man for Man did that. Man, man for Man's version. Man. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That, that's, that's the classic right there. Love it. I didn't okay. know that was a cover. I, you know, yeah. for a long time, I didn't either. I, I didn't know that. Either. I think I probably, maybe within the past, I don't know, five years, I realized that it was a cover. Yeah. Huh. And a uh, quick side note, if anyone wants to really get a good laugh, there's a, an offshoot of Kids in the Hall by one of the Kids in the Hall's brother uh, way back when on Comedy Central called The Vacant Lot. And they do a sketch based off of getting the lyrics wrong to Blinded by the Light. I bet I know what that lyric is. Uh, they're, pick a lyric. Racked up like a deuce. Deuce. Yeah, yeah. it's. I've, I've seen that skit. That's funny. And yeah. So, But I digress as we switch over to Marty for his next pick. The crowd goes wild. All right. Uh, this one, maybe one of you have uh, also selected it, but it's uh, Royals by Lord, done by Puddles the Clown, the sad clown. <laughs> yes. That is, it's not just a cool, like, he did a funny thing. It is so good. The arrangement, the piano arrangement, there's, really cool shit all throughout it the song is just better it's just so much better than than lord no disrespect but it's so much better so much better and the coolest thing is at the very end he cuts it off before the song's over and just turns and grabs his shit and leaves in the video it's brilliantly done so good i just i love that song i mean all by itself i just i just love it besides it being sort of a parody kind of thing, but he's just doing his thing, but he's dressed like a clown. It's fantastic. I love it. Much like Hasty Dixie, we could give Puddles his entire show. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, everyone un underestimates how good he is. Every, everyone, you know, because it seems like he's just doing a gimmick, but then he gets up there and his his musicality oh, is so yeah. good. His talent yeah. is so good that everyone's what just blown this? away. Like Weird yeah. Al. Exactly. Yeah. Good Weird yeah. Al. 
He's so busy making you laugh, you don't realize how, how good he actually is at, at everything he's doing. Go ahead, Eric. I, know, I, I only know I only know Royals because Al did the foil parody. <laughs> oh no, I meant go ahead and let her rip about how great Al is. <laughs> that that that's a show unto itself too. And I will break out the accordion for our weird Al show. Nice. You know, we should do that anyway. You know, Speaking I saw Puddles and Mesa um, accidentally, but um, <laughs> a friend <laughs> wow. of mine had an extra ticket, and I was like, "Okay, I'll go see this weirdo." But um, <laughs> it was it was fascinating. It was really fascinating how good, like you said, the musicality. And I did get to meet him afterward and take a picture with him. And I mean, the he's in character the whole time. Does not break doing, character. Doing things with the little the little poof balls. Yeah. yeah, and he was playing with my hair and stuff, and just kind of like he's a weirdo, but yeah, awesome. Well, why, why am I just learning this now? No, I don't know. I, I because I just thought of it now because somebody brought up puddles, and I actually had to look at my phone and Google to make sure that's who I saw. <laughs> well, more, more great picks tonight, folks, and we're, we're gonna go over to Jim now for what I'm sure is another great one. Okay, um, yeah, my number two is a kind of was kind of a quintessential one on the on the radio when I was growing up. Uh, it's uh, uh, "Can't Help Falling in Love" by UB40. Mm. It's kind of a and so the kind of just kind of the way they took that that classic Elvis love ballad, which fun fact was originally written from the perspective of a woman falling in love with a man, until Elvis kind of took it and made it his own. Um, it's so the way they the way they turn that into this kind of upbeat reggae uh just it's just it just sounds so different the vibe is so different from the original and uh it's it's just a just a fun little ditty yeah they, it they is great i do like that i do good. like that version of that song and that song has been remade like countless times so many bands have done that song hmm. yeah so you know, many bands have done that song like elvis ub40 yeah, they, they did. I think Bill Shatner did a uh, spoken word one. I think he did. Oh, God, oh, Shatner, is that you said? Shatner, I think he did. Yeah. And for and for the kids who didn't grow up in our generation, UB forty is an unemployment form. <laughs> <laughs> the things you learn here on all over the place, folks. Which I just did. I was today years old when I learned that's what UB forty is. Wow! <laughs> I cannot believe. I'm in shock. I knew a thing about music that Eric did not. This <laughs> I, I will be the first to admit, not a UB40 guy, so that's... Yeah, I'm not into him either, but... Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, you got it. me. I, 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 I'm, I'll fall on the sword. I disagree. Their Jeffrey Morgan album is iconic. I freaking love that album. That album's amazing. I am in the perfect camera placement right now. Otherwise, I'd be, I'd be pulling a Marty now and throwing my chair and going off, off screen. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the album that Red Red Wine appears on, just so you know. Ah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And it's I'm sorry I uttered those bad words. It's a crappy Neil Diamond song. It's a crappy UB40 song. But once again, we digress. Which may have an appearance later. <laughs> All right. Christine, over to you. Foreshadowing. Who knows? Um, 
Okay, so mine, I admit, I had to do a little research for this show because I was like, songs that don't sound anything like the original, heck if I know. Um, So I actually found this next one on one of the lists, the articles that I researched for this show. But when I listened to it, I was like, dang. And I love this band. Um, But when I heard the song, I was like, yeah. And I encourage all y'all to go and check it out. Comfortably Numb by Scissor Sisters. It's like a disco version of Comfortably Numb. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a hard time believing you, but I'm going to give it a shot. Just based on the band name. (laughs) Some things on this show will be better enjoyed on YouTube. And this is one of those moments, the last 30 seconds. So, yeah. I probably should get this. Considering the name of the band, I should probably just listen to the song and probably just skip on watching the video. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't see the video. I just listened to it on Spotify. The song is good. I I never heard it before Christine was doing the research. I'm like, yeah, because I'm not the biggest Floyd fan in the world, so but I, I... respect them but this song just yeah different level i dig it it's good yeah it was i good. dig floyd and i love disco so i'm i'm, I'm sure to like this check it out i encourage so you so is it like in the vein of like funky town or like a little bit like it's a little bit it's a little bit funky yeah okay disco is and then i encourage funky. you to go listen to more scissor sisters because they're a lot of fun but i'm bump. <laughs> Rim shot. Hey, now. <laughs> well, again, I, I'm trying to figure out an order here after I had an audible for my first one, but I'm, I'm going to go with one that uh, I, I, I liked playing in my DJ days as, as the night was winding down. And it's actually, it's a medley from PM Dawn. It was the last song on their Jesus Wept album. And it's acoustic reworkings of, well, the name of the song is called Fantasia's Confidential Medley. And it does acoustic reworkings of Prince's 1999, Talking Heads Once in a Lifetime, and Harry Nilsson's Coconut. And it's interspersed, like the, the, the uh, it's, it's brought together uh, by a sample of the, the Peanuts uh, piano sampling. Oh, it's Geraldi. All right. It's Geraldi. And it's, P- yeah. it's PM Dawn when they were cooking. It was their last amazing album, uh, Jesus Wept. And it's just, and people were just in, in the club. They knew the chords for 1999, but then and once once he started singing, and Prince B, was that was that the guy from PM Dawn? I'm blanking. Rest in peace. Uh, but yeah, he just starts singing the song, and then it, then it flows into "Once in a Lifetime." You may find yourself living in a shotgun shack, <laughs> and then just coconut. And, and those are those are the two that are very different from the arrangement. Coconut kind of comes across the same as Harry Nilsson's, but I'm like, it's one out of three. I'm qualifying for this show. Hmm. I think the only cover I've heard or sample I've heard from like a PM Don or a PM Don song is when they took that cut from a Spandau Ballet. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah true. true. Yeah. And, and, and that, you know what else? Right. And, and you want to know what else is true about Spandau Ballet? Is that Spandau Ballet used to be a punk rock band. Yeah. Before they went like all and, and the name Spandau Ballet is is freaking morbid, man. It's they they it's a uh, it has something to do with like somebody who like got hung or something like they got hung up on something 
uh, and and like as they're torture type stuff. Yeah, they they're, it's like they're they're it's 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 like a dance wow. that they do before they die because they hung and they start doing it and, it's, and it's called the Spandau Ballet, and that's what they took their name from. Yeah, and they kept that. I did not know that. Yeah, I learned a thing today. That's well, crazy. once again, yeah. today years old when I learned that one. Two things today. <laughs> See, folks, we are occasionally educational here on All Over the Place. That's important. More you Accidentally know. educational. Maybe that should be the uh, title of the show. Captain Informative there. We're going to go back to you, Zoe, for your, th your third pick and any other uh, honorable mentions you might have. Okay. Is this the one where it's like the cover? It shouldn't have been covered or? No, or? no, no. This is your final one of the three okay. that sound nothing like the original. And then the honorable mentions. If you mentions, have any honorable it. mentions that you want to mention, now's the time to do that. Okay. Um, okay. Well, this, uh, this, cause this is a hard, this, this was a, a difficult one. Um, 24 seven spies doing um, jungle boogie by cool in the game. And uh, you know, I, I can't say that it necessarily sounds a whole lot different. I mean, the vibe is very different. Uh, the the arrangement uh, is not really different. Uh, uh, the the the, the uh, you know all the, all the courses and stuff are the same. The textures are pretty much the same, except for it's just it's metal. And uh, but I think it's different enough to to mention. And it was a toss up between that and uh, Fishbone doing uh, Freddy's Dead. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, so, uh, it, that one also just, you know, it's, it's got a lot of meat to it. It's different enough. I like it. Quick, quick little side note here, folks. We're getting a message from Jim. Jim had to fall off. Oh, nope. We're, we're checking in on Jim, Wrong. but, um, I'm sure he'll be back. The, the technical difficulties happen here on, on all over the place all the time. Oh, and I think I see him again and we, he's back. All right. And uh, oh, Marty, you, you messed up the order. How how are no, I, I, I will I will not because Marty, you're next. I can't forget you for your third. I okay. see you trying to jump in line there, Jim. That's what that was. You're not going to fool me, buddy. Oh yeah, that was it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, full disclosure, I completely screwed it up, which is not that surprising. I thought the theme was completely something different, so I pivoted. I work good under pressure. I'm a problem solver. So those last two were, I just pulled them out of my brain somewhere. This one is super obvious. It's the most obvious one. I think you all know what I'm about to say. Hurt by Johnny Cash. Mm. Uh, it's super obvious, but super awesome. Uh, I mean, you know, how do you go wrong with Johnny Cash, first of all? What was that? And uh, <laughs> the dogs all, approved I, of that one. He really, he really knocked it out of the park i mean and then the video on top of it just you anyway fantastic. you don't cry when you see that video much like chandler bing you have no soul yes it man he he made you feel it way more than the original and i think maybe a lot of people weren't aware of johnny cash's past all the demons and everything he went through because he didn't come from an era of drug abuse like the 50s where he came from you know he was a clean-cut guy in a suit singing and so no one really no, no actually he, he did have drug addictions i know that's the thing. Oh, nobody really I, I, realized that how really screwed up he was 
especially oh, I you know, I through the 70s and 80s, he was just a mess. And of course, then then you hear the song and you go, well, it obviously fits him. You know, maybe not so much the needle, but he was a, a really bad addict. He was in bad shape. So, man, he, he really, you could tell he'd been through all of that, you know, and it really showed uh, in, the, in the music and also in the video, just you could feel it. So... And Absolutely, even that And I think Johnny Cash did a cover of a. Um, they covered a Soundgarden song. He covered a. Yeah, and that's where I was going next. Okay. 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 Much okay. like Puddle oh, no, and So you screwed it up. Oh, he, sorry, he man. Be, no, no, no. That John. Well, once Johnny came on to uh, uh, Rick Rubin's American label, Rubin threw all these cover things at him and R rusty cage that's uh, that's the first one i heard i'm like oh my god john johnny's doing this damn <laughs> you know what the, what the what what came to my mind first so when i heard johnny cash doing rusty cage i was wondering was that really a johnny cash song and soundgarden covered it <laughs> it could have been you know, johnny just made them his own mm -hmm, yeah that mm -hmm. whole american series like neil diamond uh what, which one did he do uh Oh, geez, now I'm blanking. Um, but every album, there were very few, like a Desperado sounded desperate, and that might fit into the our last one, but it's not my pick for the last one. But, yeah, but jo Johnny, yeah, Hurt, Rusty Cage, just completely amazing. Desperate, not serious. I'm thinking Adam Ant now, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are no, we are yeah. big Adam and the Ants fans here, so don't don't give me a party party. No need to apologize. Yeah, <laughs> don't do, do it, man. Yeah. There's only one person who kisses here. Drive me to the and drink my bourbon. You go ahead and finish that song. <laughs> All right, Jim, we're back in order now, and we're over to you. All right, well, since Marty once again stole my number one, uh, I'm going to pivot to uh, an was going to be my honorable mention which is uh mad world by gary jules mm. oh. uh it's an absolutely amazing cover of the tears for fear song which which is a great rock song but it still has that 80s rock feel uh whereas uh man the the, the cover gary jules did that that the way he turned it into a ballad and just put oh. so much emotion into it oh just a beautiful beautiful cover and really feels like something completely different from the original to me yeah and uh, yeah just a, just a great tune and i feel like i swung and missed here that is my favorite cover that is Aww. spectacular well done jim it is that's <laughs> another one that's pretty gut-wrenching also you listen to the lyrics and especially yeah. the way that gary jules did it like it really brings out the um the gravity of the lyrics i think and i have never heard this I, again, Marty, you, you, you're stumping, stumping the trunk, uh, Eddie Trunk again tonight. So uh, I am going to put that one first on the playlist. Hmm. Since ever, since everyone but me has had an amazing experience with it, that's all for you. In instant request will be there. I aim to please as a DJ or do what I can. <laughs> that was Jimbo. I know, but you, you're you're the one who was saying that. Uh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Know, Jim, 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 Jim's great calling, but all the seconding going on with this one—it's even list. Sorry, Jim, but even to me, even more uh, gut wrenching than her. Just, I can't believe I forgot it. 
Oh, let's swap our number ones then. We'll just pretend that was that was the plan from the beginning. <laughs> All right, there we go. I'll, I'll fix it in post. Perfect. Perfect. Very, very, very clever. Not That's stupid, nice. but clever though. All right, Christine, so we're over to you. You've been swapped. Um, so I have a couple honorable mentions that I would like to mention before I get to my number one. Um, so my first honorable mention was actually for a Jimi Hendrix tribute album. It's Purple Haze by The Cure. Um, which is a really interesting arrangement that they did with it. There's a lot of noise in it, and a lot of critics didn't like it, but I actually think it's pretty awesome. So that's one of mine. And then um, Billie Jean by Chris Cornell is another one of that I came up with on my list. And then this other one, which was from um, Peter Gabriel's Scratch My Back project, um, he did uh, one of I one I love this band um, Elbow, but he did an Elbow song called Mirrorball, which is really really awesome. Love it also. But my number one, um, my family is very steeped in my father's music. <laughs> love one of his favorite bands was the Moody Blues. I may have mentioned it on a previous episode, but um, Nights in White Satin. I know every single lyric, even the poem that's at the end of it and the extended version of it can recite it, probably have been able to since I was about five. But recently, and this just popped up in one of my playlists randomly like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, dang, like this is crazy version of this. It's a punk band, the Dickies, did a version of Nights in White Satin that is just nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. It's really cool. And it's like in my regular listening now. Awesome. <laughs> really like it. I, 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 once, once again, folks, even behind the glasses, I saw Marty's eyes get really big when Chrissy mentioned the dates. <laughs> They're great. Absolutely. And they did a bunch of covers also, but of course that Nights in White Satin, it's just deep in my family's name. Any one of my siblings can recite that. Like you say, oh, Nights in White Satin, think of it. Nights in white satin, never nearing the end. Yeah, they can sing the whole thing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, I didn't get too much into the Moody And somebody just asked me to cover a Moody Blues song. And, of course, I can't remember which one it, which one it was. was it nice one I, I can hear you doing the voice. Was it the voice? Oh, man. Oh, Dang it. I got now. I got to go back and I got I got to go through the catalog of Moody Blues, figure out which song was, or see if I can find that request. So can't wait to find out which I one forget, of us. <laughs> yeah. Before I forget, so I, I shared your uh, cover of uh, Huey Lewis, Heart and Soul. Okay. With two, with two of my friends who are huge Huey Lewis maniacs, uh, Ryan Hopak and AJ Laird. Uh, but Ryan, oh, I think it was Ryan, was, was especially impressed with the fact that you were skewing more towards the live version of that song than the one that wound up on sports. Huh. Uh, he, he, I, I, before I, I didn't want to forget that he wanted to, uh, the props that you got for taking the live arrangement of that one. Oh, nice. Cool, man. <laughs> and you know, Sometimes I do that. I, I, I go and I watch a band and I see how they perform it live and see what sort of nuances they throw in there. And, you know, and, 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 and it's, truth be told, I didn't know that's, that's what I was going for. I, I, but I, but I do. Uh, I didn't. I didn't realize that I that it had much, that much influence over what I was doing. Where he would pick up on that. Um, but 
you know, I'm, I'm glad that uh, it made the grade with him in that way. I told you at the start of the show, folks, he's a super talent, but absolutely. <laughs> uh, and Christine, I'm glad you brought up the Peter Gabriel as one of your honorable mentions. I'm going to throw an extra one into my honorable mentions. Peter Gabriel on the scratch my back doing Paul Simon's boy in the bubble. He slows it down, makes it like uh, almost a morbid song, as only Peter Gabriel will, like from the, the would have fit perfectly on any of his early 80s albums. And I, I love his cover of, uh, or his take, I should say, on Boy in the Bubble. And a couple more uh, uh, honorable mentions. One that I thought that Marty and I would actually be doubling up on tonight, but we didn't. Judas Priest, what they did to uh, Joan Baez's folk song, Diamonds and Rust. Wow. I thought you were going to say Fleetwood Mac song. No, I, I, I that was another one. Priest in their early days, they tore up. Yeah, the early, the early stuff. Like they they took they took hippie songs and they made them that they they roughed <laughs> them up. And Green Man Alicia with the two prong crown that Fleetwood Mac originally did. Priest seventy stuff, awesome. But Diamonds and Rust is another of my honorable mentions. Yeah, and another yeah. Uh, my final honorable mention. The arrangement is very similar to Van Halen's. Uh, it's uh Lee press on and the nails and they do a big band cover of hot for teacher and it's smoking as they would would have said back back at the old uh the days there on the uh do, doing the swing dancing uh, over there at the derby but uh yeah Lee press on and the nails hot for teacher similar arrangement but it did bum, 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 great take on it uh but my number one now after a, a few audibles within it's a cover uh, or a rearrangement of uh, ACDC's Rocker, which brings us back to Bon Scott, of course, uh, the Bon Scott days. But Nick Coran and the Low Lowlifes, they do it. I think that song clocks in at no more than a minute, 30, minute 40. They took a three-minute song and just revved it up. And if you've never heard Nick Coran and the Low Lowlifes, they are kind of like if Little Richard and Brian Setzer had a baby and wow. they just go crazy on Rocker. And... I'm literally, I, I see Rocker. I did. I'm like, what, what's going on? And then I'm like, this is ACDC. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> I knows I love my ACDC and my Bon Scott, but Nick Coran, the lowlights, done awesome beyond words. And actually, that's how I'll, I'll end the playlist on an amazingly upbeat and very energetic song. But that, that's my number one, Nick Coran, the lowlights, and their cover of or their take on ACDC's Rocker. So there's our top three of songs that we just can't get enough of, folks, songs that we love. But our plus one this week will be a cover song that no, 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 a thousand times no. Why'd you do it? And I'm and for the record, we will not be putting these on the playlist. <laughs> for this list only. And that that's really not necessary. No. <laughs> our ears have been tortured enough, and we don't want to torture yours. We are your friends here on All Over the Place. And we'll kick it off as we go around the horn back to Zoe for his pick. Ah, I think uh, the one um, I was, I guess, disappointed with, but, or whichever, say, like, man, what you guys do that for? Uh, Metallica doing, um, I think it was a Turn the Page by Bob Seger. Yep. Man, come on, man. You guys, what you guys do that for? Give me uh. something. Go do a, do a, a puppets revisit. You know, I mean, because, you know, they had the uh, uh, Garage Days uh, revisited. And that was all covers. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. I'm, I, I felt that one back in the day. But uh, yeah, when they covered uh, Bob Seger, it, it was the same song, but worse. <laughs> yeah. Or it was the same song, but louder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and, th- and that's one that it's gotten stuck into their set list for the, the longest time too. I'm like, eh. And it's just like I go to Guns N' Roses. I don't want to hear them doing covers over and over again. I don't want to play your deep catalog, guys, and Metallica. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you on that one, Zoe. I, I liked it maybe the first couple times I heard it. And now I'm like, you know what? I'll stick with Bob Seegers if I have to. <laughs> if I have to. Yeah. Right. But, and, uh, and, yeah. As big as much of a fan of I, as I am of, of Metallica, I've never seen them live. It, and that's that's me being like, you know, really self-absorbed to say, man, if I'm ever going to see Metallica, I want to be opening up for them. And I want to be I want to be on. I want to be uh, one of the supporting acts. That's how full of myself I am. But uh, yeah, I've never seen them live. Yet. Well, I'm not sure. I think it has way uh, wound its way through your new neck of the woods, which will remain a secret. Uh, but they've got I like what they did this this tour. They did two nights a Friday night and a Sunday night in a city. And it was the, the no, help me out here, Christine, was the, no, the, the, no, no repeat weekend. And so completely different sets Friday. And on Friday nights, they had Pant- well, Man- Pantera and Mammoth WVH, Wolfgang Van Halen's awesome band okay. opening. And on Sunday, it was uh, Ice Nine Five Kills Finger Death Punch. and Five Finger Death Punch were the Sunday night bands. And completely different sets both nights. Wow. Hmm. But uh, yeah, but um, I, I would highly recommend if it's still somewhere in America, I would go see uh, the the Monday night or the, I'm sorry, the Friday night because Mammoth WVH and Pantera ripped the house down before Metallica come on. Nice. So, and we thought we could get tricky there with the, the jockeying back and forth with Jim and Marty on, on, on the uh, the circle here. The the circle gets a square. Hmm. The our, our five pronged Olympic homage here. But Marty, over to you next. All right. Well, uh, I forgot about. I had an honorable mention real quick. Uh, uh, Aces High by this flamenco band called Flametto. Flametto. Oh, is that the instrumental one only? Yeah, and it's uh, just flamenco music, and it's so friggin' cool. Anyway. Nice. Second thing. Uh, Zoe, is that a Jackson 7 string over your shoulder there? Not a 7 string. It's, I'm, I'm, no. st- I'm, still, uh, I'm still on 6s. Uh, well, you said drop it down to A. I I do. I I have a, a um, <laughs> my, my my ESP and and my uh I have an Ibanez Iceman and I put I put um uh sixty fours on those. Uh, so Come yeah, on. so those those I I put in drop A. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's <laughs> all right. That's <laughs> awesome. Um. So my uh my no my only I had some others like uh, Maroon Five. Doing three little birds. Shut it. Just shut it. <laughs> don't want to hear it. It's just stop. Stop it. Anyway. Uh my my cover that should not have been done for reasons that'll be obvious to all of you. And uh Zoe, I don't I don't want to be a I don't want to offend anybody, but I gotta do it this way. Imagine by Gail Godot and those other Nidniks. Fuck you. I can't believe you're thinking about some shit that we had to go through that cost people their livelihoods and their lives. And you're singing? What is that even doing? It was terrible and it pissed me off. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. It's like, why? We are not in the same boat. Yeah, the, 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 that commie, that commie anthem. It's like this, and you know the thing is, man. You know the, the the atheists be loving that song, and I'm like, you do realize that in that song, John Lennon totally admits that there's God, right? Because he says that imagine there's no heaven. Well, you actually have to imagine there's no heaven up there now, right? 
Okay, so that's well, an admission that there is a God. Shut I'll up, tell you God. what I had to imagine. I'm guessing, I imagine that there was business owners that are like, why are you singing? I'm losing everything. What, what are you singing for? That's not helping me. Imagine huh. if I could open my doors. Right. I, I'm with you, Marty, but but at least, at least I went through puberty again. Uh, but uh, <laughs> they, uh, at least Gal, and I'm not, I, at least Gal, I'm not sure how many more that were involved in that project. They did apologize uh, for the for their the folly of their ways. They realized they were being t- more, more tone deaf. Mm. Not that it makes it better, not that it excuses it, but at least she said, all right, fall on the sword on this one. But you're right. We, we didn't need that one. Absolutely and then not. turn and then turns around and does what is it? Was that Snow White? And she she's in with that Snow White man. It's uh it's not is it Snow White or is it the Sleeping Beauty? No, it's Snow White. She's in the oh, Snow she, White movie. Gail Godot, oh, right? I, she, no, I, I thought Gail Godot was involved in the Cleopatra one that the people are getting all uh, up in. No, that's Jada Pinkett Smith. Jim, you're 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 our movie guru. We got to go to you on that one. Yeah. No, Gal, yeah, no, Gal Gadot is the is the evil queen in Snow White. Snow yeah. White and the Seven Handy Capable Persons. Yeah, she didn't <laughs> learn nothing, man. She didn't learn anything. No, nope. yeah, no the I'm Disney sure money came it came her way, and she uh, she forgot her principles again. Yeah, dang it. Well, as, as long as you don't get Wonder Woman eighty four again, I'll, I, I guess. I can <laughs> which which at least featured a great. Was such a good year, despite that. Well, oh, at least the soundtrack on that one did feature Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Welcome to the Pleasure Dome. But as always, I digress. Jim, over to you. All right. This one was an easy pick because it's probably my least favorite cover of all time. And that is uh, Never Should Have Happened. It's I Will Survive by Cake. <laughs> it's, I, it, forgot. Absolutely Cake. Wow. I forgot about that one. Now it's in my head. <laughs> absolutely horrific. Nails on a nails on a, a chalkboard song. Uh you know, cake was all right back in the day, but their whole thing is that they they have this kind of the, the, this kind of hipster boredom and disinterest in in things, and you know, and the whole point of I Will Survive is it's all about the the passion and the energy and the emotion behind it. That's the whole point. So when you've got this this hipster singer sounding bored, I will survive. It's just, it, oh man, it just. Makes me want to throw my radio across the room. Absolutely cannot stand it. And uh, and uh, cake Jim. seems to be re- cake seems to be reduced to just uh, what's up, Eric? Has uh, a question. Uh, Uncle Uncle Jim. Yes, sir. What, what's a radio, sir? I had the same question. <laughs> <laughs> I like but that yes. assessment of cake. It's All right, like, All right. Like this disinterested kind of. <laughs> That's that is the vibe, man. Yeah, I like that. Well, it's fine for you know, fine, fine for some stuff, but you take a song that's all about all about passion and emotion, and, and just mm-hmm. oh, so wrong, so wrong. I guess that, that they were maybe trying to go after the irony angle, and uh, um, I, you know, I'm trying to get the benefit of the doubt here. Yeah, maybe don't <laughs> we don't need to. It's okay. But yeah, like it was Gloria Gaynor, right? Yeah. yeah yes. You're right. It was all about, you know, passion and uh, breaking through the difficulty of well, many difficulties in life. And, you know, I'm good. Things are great. <laughs> yeah. 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 The sense back doing that does just doesn't sound right. Uh. <clears throat> Not a cover song, but in the almighty words of Jeff Lynn, Cake, don't bring me down. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bruce. Everybody said it. Christine, over to you. Yes. Yeah, so I very firmly believe that if you can't add something to it, why cover it? Really, it's not necessary. My um, least liked cover is um, a song that I love. Love this song by the original artist, but no doubt, why'd you have to do It's My Life? Oh, uh, okay. hate that song. It's the worst. <laughs> not to mention Gwen Stefani, like, come on, seriously? <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh, Marty, now no, I I don't, I don't like, I love No Doubt, but I don't like that song at all. Yeah. It's terrible. She bugs me anyway, but you know. <laughs> but that song, love the song, but hate that version. It's awful. Yeah, because I we, we, that was Talk Talk, right? Talk it's Talk. Talk Talk, yep. yep. Love Talk Talk. There was something in the airiness, man, and, and the texture of that song. When, when, those, yes. when those accents hit, you want them to hit you a certain way. Yes. You know? and, yeah, I yes. know what you mean. The original just, it's got that thing, that thing that gets you. And Talk Talk was so good at that. Mm -hmm. You know, Life's What You Make It, Talk Talk. Like, those songs were awesome. And then, no doubt, it was like a wet blanket all over that song. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, I got to say, their cover of uh, Stand and Deliver, Adam and the Ants, almost made my list as well. Okay. There you go. Go Gal did a cover of Stand and Deliver? Yeah, but I, it was featured. I can't remember which '90s show it was featured. They actually performed it live. I want to say it wasn't Party of Five, but it was one of those late '90s uh, Melrose uh, Place or something like that. PW or maybe it wasn't or one one of those '90s shows that uh, where you would find bands popping up on from time to time. Mm. And you know, I did a cover of a, a stand and deliver. Try you know trying to develop my mixing skills, man. And uh, man, you know, mixing is. Mixing and, and just audio engineering, that, that stuff's no joke, man. You can it you can really mess up your songs or you know, you can really make them great. And I'm I'm I was more definitely on, on the on the spectrum of messing up songs, like trying to mix them. And uh, I did a version of a stand and deliver and uh it's like I, I sometimes I think, man, I wouldn't mind going back and redoing that and remixing. Now I, I got a question on this one. Did you play two drums separately on that one so you could get that uh, Burundi kick? No, no, I I, I no, I just straight I, up one, one set of drums, no, no doubling up. No, no, I, I I played it all the way to the, you know, but I have like you know, um, I have voicings that I could put over the drums. Like once once I play them manually, I go in, I can I can uh, I can track like voices over and stuff like that and double them up. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure I would like it more than no doubts. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, my, uh, my clear, but definitely, I, I I do have a dishonorable mention uh, before I get to my number <laughs> one and. Both of these songs are by two bands that are in my top five. And In Excess, their cover of Born to be Wild, which was, a, I can't remember what it was, a B-side to uh, in the early 90s. <sighs> Michael Hutchins, Rest in Peace, man, man Crush, Numero Uno. That song was bad. I did, not, I did not care for it. And it was coming, it was too soon to me after The Cult covered that song on Electric. And that to me, not a definitive cover. It's a it's a much more fun cover, and a worthy cover. But uh, yeah, in excess, that's my dishonorable mention number one. But my number one song, I'm like, what? No. And this is the only. And then why this surpassed in excess? There's only one song in the entire David Lee Roth catalog, and probably the Sammy Hagar as well. Or I will hit next. Or I now that I have it on vinyl, 
I will skip right over to Little Guitar's intro on side two of Diver Down, Dancing in the Streets. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's and learning later in life that because Eddie had a whole different plan for everything in the band at that time, and it's that little Moog synthesizer thing he's got going at the beginning of that. He wanted to make a song as kind of an homage to Peter Gabriel and what Peter Gabriel was doing in 81, 82. And Ted Templeman said, no, we're going to take that. And we're going to make that the intro to dancing in the streets. And I'm like, so learning that later in life, I'm like more reason to hate this song. And it's like David Lee Roth had a lot of fun on that album. I love a lot of the covers. I love, I love every cover on that album, except dancing in the street. That is my number one. Why was this song done next? Uh, I believe, and you know, I think that's probably just a hard song to cover. Remember when um, I think was it Mick Jagger and David Bowie covered it? The Live Aid, yep. That's one of the most hated covers, also that's on the list. Yeah, and I think that song gets their version gets hated because of that goofy video. The song itself is pretty pretty uh, yeah. damn good and charted pretty high, if I recall correctly. I, but see, yeah, I, I saw a video with it, and I was like, man, this is just wrong. It was cheese. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 it was cheesy. It was the wrong kind of break that that day, that that July thirteenth day in nineteen eighty five. Where you're, you're you're watching live and all of a sudden we got this smack dab in the middle. Ooh, big world premiere! Nope, didn't need it. Yeah, that video was right up there with uh, uh, separate ways. For I, I, I thought you were gonna go with Billy Squire, Rocky yeah, tonight. Epic. Like Marty, epic. Separate Ways video was epic, dude. Oh, what yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> I love that song. It's one of my favorite Journey songs, but good lord. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I got you. Down. I got you, Marty. There's some buck teeth yeah. for you there, too. Yes. <laughs> I'm here to make it worse. Yes, that, that is awesome. He's very dong yeah. through the whole video. Like, come on, yeah. stop, stop. Well, there you have it, folks. The all over the place three for for the for the week, featuring our, our buddy our buddy Alfonso Rachel. And uh, be sure you check him out over at bronzeserpentmedia.com. All the different projects is this multimedia multimedium Zoe Rachel. And thank you, Zoe, for joining us here on on all over the place. So much fun having you. All right, thanks for having me, y'all. Good time. You've been listening to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live. If you like what you've been listening to, and you know you have, be sure to share it with friends and family, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, wherever. Content contained herein have been the opinions of the hosts, the producer, and the guests only. You have listened at your own risk.